0: Hello and welcome to The Achieve Podcast. This is your host, Christian Baker from christianbaker.net, bringing inspiration, motivation and encouragement to help you to believe in yourself more, to take action so that you can achieve the life that you want and be the best that you can be. Coming up in this episode, I'm going to share with you an interview from my archives. A few years ago, I I hosted a series of tele-summits, which are virtual conferences, where I interviewed the guests over the phone, and then people registered for the event. Uh, They could listen to the calls live, or they pay to have access to the recordings. Now, one of the summits I organised and I hosted was around abundance, prosperity, and our mindset around money. I interviewed oh, it over 12 different guests who were millionaires or experts on different areas of wealth, money, and mindset. Now, the recordings are no longer available, but I wanted to share this interview with you from the event. This interview was with Joe Vitale, one of the lead contributors to the hugely successful book and movie, The Secret. I was recently talking to a client who had just come across the book and the movie, so I said I'd dig him out the interview and so that he could listen to it. And although I hadn't heard it for a number of years, the content is still as good and relevant today. So I I thought I'd share it with you too. Now, you'll have to excuse the audio quality. Um, It was a recorded telephone conversation from from a few years ago. Luckily, technology has come forward a long way from, from then and the audio quality today is much, much better. But rest assured that the quality of the content is most definitely worth a listen. So stay tuned.
1: Hi, this is Christian Baker your host for Magnetic Money Mindset Summit. Today I have the absolute pleasure Bringing to you today's expert, Joe vitali Joe is author of many, many best-selling books and audio programs, including titles like The Attractor Factor, The Key, The Missing Secret, uh, The Abundance Paradigm, and many, many more, more than I can possibly remember right now. Joe was also a lead contributor and star of the hit DVD The Secret, and has helped thousands of people from around the world. So, without further ado. Joe, welcome to the call, and thank you very much for taking the time to join us today.
2: Of course. I was looking forward to this. I'm so excited I went and got a shave and a haircut. <laughs> That's very good of me. <laughs> Joe, if you don't mind, we're going to crack on
1: with the questions. Uh, I appreciate your time, and I know you've got a wealth of uh, insights and uh, experience that you can share with the listeners. Now Glad to you bring them remember- on. I've known you for a number of years and I've heard you tell your story before but Mm. for those perhaps who haven't heard it and you know I know now you live a very abundant life but it hasn't always been that way so could you give us a little bit of background about where you started out and and how you became more abundant and, and such an expert in attracting wealth, money and other things into your life? And we have two days to
2: cover this, right? you can sit in. Yeah, I understand. Well, I don't know how to say it in a nutshell, but I was homeless at one point back in the 70s, 1970s in Dallas, Texas. I was in poverty for a very long time when I was in Houston, Texas. I was pursuing a dream. I wanted to be an author. I wanted to write books that made a difference. And as I pursued it, I really was struggling. And it wasn't until years of going through that pain and misery and desperation and constantly working on myself meaning that I was trying to explore my beliefs about deservingness about money, about success and all of that that I began to really change and my change was not an overnight success because I didn't have all the, the resources that we have today we didn't have the internet, we didn't have all the coaching and so forth, there were books available and thank goodness for public libraries because that was my educational system. And as I kept changing the inside of myself about, again, about beliefs and about success and my deservingness. I began to get more and more successful. Started to get books published. When the internet came along, I was on the internet pretty early. Even though I was a skeptic, I didn't think you could make money on the internet. I proved myself wrong by doing it. And I just kept going forward, following my dreams, being persistent, constantly taking action, constantly writing, constantly seeking opportunities and seizing the ones that came my way, including the day I got a phone call from a woman who had read my book, The Attractor Factor, and said she was making a movie about the law of attraction and would I be in it. And, of course, that movie became The Secret. It ended up shooting me into the stratosphere. I was already becoming known as a copywriter, as a marketer, as an Internet uh, strategist. But once the movie The Secret came out, it put me out there in the world as a spiritual teacher and a self-help kind of a teacher. And I was uh, going in that direction anyway of blending both worlds, marketing and metaphysics, marketing and money. And I just kept, you know, doing more. Writing more books, appearing in more movies, just doing the next thing that would show up. And today, as you pointed out, I live the lifestyle of the rich and famous. I mean, I'm coming out with music CDs because I'm in a, a point in my life where I can pursue my music. So I'm singing, writing my own songs, playing the guitar, coming out with my own singing songwriting CD soon. Got a guitar collection, got a uh, car collection. Really doing wonderful. But this is not how I started, and that's the important thing uh, for people to realize is that I started with nothing, nobody, nothing, no money, no resources, little to no education, no experience, really scratching my way through, but with all of these elements we're talking about, and I've mentioned, and hopefully we can go into some of these, I've arrived at a place where, you know, people like you want to know what I think. (laughs) Yeah, and, and, you know,
1: let me pick up on a couple of things that you've mm-hmm. you just mentioned. It, it wasn't an overnight um, right. transformation, and you've talked about beliefs and deservingness. So, for the listeners, Joe, can you confirm just how important it is to develop and invest in yourself and, and, and get in the right mindset?
2: Well, that's the number one thing that you have to do in order to create change in your life. You must invest in yourself. I've talked to many different. Uh, teachers and authors and experts and speakers that are out there and we are still constantly buying books buying audio programs attending seminars whether it's each other's or somebody else's and why are we doing this because we can always improve i obviously had to improve back there when i was struggling and i had nothing and i was i was investing in myself as best i could with the public library but whenever i was starting to earn some money i turned it around and invested it in more books more audios more seminars I'm still doing that today. That's because growth and evolution, personal evolution doesn't stop. You don't get to a certain place and go, okay, I've arrived and life is over. Not by a long shot. You have to keep growing. You have to keep changing. You you have to keep expanding yourself. And the way I know to do this is to invest in yourself. I'm really not a big believer in people investing in real estate and leasing property and this, that, and the other. Though I'm not dismissing it. It may work for other people. What I'm saying is, the most important investment is the one you make in yourself, then everything else can fall in alignment and you can make other kinds of investments, but you got to do it with you first because you're the source of all of this. And and Joe, I know I'm asking you to reveal a lot in a short
1: space of time and and your audio programs cover lots of these things and some in in a great more detail, but what's one of your top strategies, tactics for for helping people to adopt um,
2: a wealthy mindset? Well, the number one thing they have to look at is their beliefs about money. I wrote a book called Attract Money Now, and I give it away. People can have it. They just go to com and they can read it for free. And it's my way of helping people that might still be struggling or need more insight and assistance out there. But the number one thing, and it's the first step in my book, Attract Money Now is look at your beliefs about yourself and your relationship to money and my favorite thing to do is to give this statement and let everybody finish it money is the root of all and i pause because everybody rushes in and they all say evil money is the root of all evil we've all heard that we all on one level or another accept it, and they may accept it unconsciously but here's the thing i want people to realize If you go out there and say, I'm going to be a magnet for money, I'm going to attract money, I'm going to put up my website, I'm going to open my business, I'm going to affirm, I'm going to script, I'm going to visualize, and you're going to do everything right. So that part of you is saying, I want to attract money. But if underneath it all is a core belief that thinks money is evil, you will not allow it in your life. You'll either prevent it from coming at all, or you'll allow just enough to get by. This is why so many people look at their lives and go, how come I'm just squeaking by? How come, when I seem to be doing everything right, I only make so much money or I attract so many sales? Why does there seem to be this limit? It's a limit that's built in because of an unconscious belief that says money is evil. As long as you believe money is evil, you won't allow it to be in your life except to enable you to survive. You'll consider it a necessary evil. And that's where I want to blow the whistle. And in my book, I go on at length, but you've invited me to explore this, and I want to help your listeners. So first thing is to realize the bigger quote and the more accurate quote is, the love of money is the root of all evil money in and of itself is not bad it's not evil in fact it's nothing it's an agreed-upon means of exchange it's neutral we project meaning onto money so if you realize money is neutral you take off a whole lot of the energy that might have prevented it from coming to you the other insight here is that all the wealthy people i've ever met including myself we don't love money we love the freedom that money gives you One of my favorite quotes is from Walt Disney, who said, I want to make money from my movies so I can continue making movies. There is the purest form of attracting money. If somebody wants to be a money magnet, they have to realize that money is good. Money is actually a tool that you can use to serve your passions. Money is a piece of leverage that enables you to get your dreams to come true while others get their dreams to come true so the big, huge, fundamental first step, in my opinion, is get clean with money and your relationship to money. As soon as you do that, you can welcome it in your life. As long as you think it's a bad thing or an evil thing, you're going to put roadblocks up. You'll, you'll unconsciously do it. You'll blame your lack of income on the economy, on the president, on the terrorists, on on a, a coming new world, on the, the end of the world. You'll blame it on all kinds of things. You'll blame it on your upbringing. You'll blame it on everybody but you won't understand it stemming from a belief that's not even true. So it all begins as an inside job looking at your beliefs about money.
1: So to somebody listening who is coming from a, a place of negative debt, scarcity, poverty consciousness, whatever you'd re- refer it to, how would you suggest they get clear? What would be some of the ways that they could tackle that belief system and uh, cultivate a more empowering belief system?
2: Well, one of the first things is just be aware of where you're coming from with with this relationship to money. A negative attitude to what's going on is one of the first things you want to correct. And one of the ways to correct it is to listen to audios like this. You know, surround yourself with the success literature and a success support system. This is why even reading my book, Attract Money Now, is the first step. Read that kind of material. Go back and read Think and Grow Rich. If you've never read Napoleon Hill's classic, that has been the number one book. That has helped more people become millionaires than any other book that I've ever heard of in modern history. Go read Think and Go Rich. Go listen to the audio, the audio versions of my books, Napoleon Hill's uh, stuff, anybody else's. What you're doing is cleaning your mindset up so you have a better relationship with money. Another thing that I tell people is you got to understand that the sole purpose of money is to express appreciation. I'm going to repeat that. That's actually a quote from a spiritual teacher by the name of Arnold Patton. And I wish I'd come up with it, but he did, so I want to give him credit. And the quote again is, the sole purpose of money is to express appreciation. Now, this is a mindset-turning moment here. This is a defining moment if you're hearing this for the first time. So somebody's sitting there who's got this debt and they're, they're negative about it and they're not sure where their money is coming from and they're maybe resentful about what they've got to pay out they got to pay their electricity they got to pay utilities they got to pay their rent or their house payment, whatever it happens to be there's a bad attitude towards it because underneath all of that is the feeling that there's scarcity uh, i deserve better than this um, everybody else has money but me there's beliefs that make you feel lousy you want to replace those with beliefs such as the sole purpose of money is to express appreciation then when you start writing to pay your bills you're saying oh thank goodness i can pay for my phone because i love being able to make phone calls or receive them when you write your check to pay for the electric thank goodness i have utilities because i can keep my refrigerator going and i can keep my car going whatever else it happens to be so you begin with the inside attitude that you have when things aren't looking the best you've got to take a deep breath and find the best in what looks like the worst you've got to turn on a different way of looking at the world. You've got to shift your paradigm, your mindset, and instead of seeing the negative everywhere, look for the positive in what you've been calling negative. It's always there. It's always there. It's a matter of how you perceive your reality, and statements like, the sole purpose of money is to express appreciation, is one way to start to look at a different reality. Fantastic, a great quote by Arnold, thank
1: you Arnold. Do you have any other sort of daily activities or belief-building exercises that you could recommend or suggest to people listening?
2: I love hey, that question. <laughs> yeah, thank you. I love that question. Well, look, one of the very first things I tell people to do is to practice gratitude. And I'm one of the first people to say, look, when I was in poverty and people would say, Joe, you got to be grateful for what you have. I go, yeah, right. I'll be grateful as soon as I have something to be grateful for. Well, that's the, the wrong attitude to begin with. Instead, you've got to take a deep breath and look around and go, What am I grateful for? What am I truly grateful for in this moment? And it could be being able to listen to this particular audio. You know, we're, we're getting insights, we're getting information, we're getting tips, we're getting techniques. This is information that can change your life. When you take a deep breath and you start to feel, and I mean genuinely feel, grateful for this moment and something in it, whether it's this audio or it's the phone or it's your, computer or your internet, you change yourself. And this is an important transformation. When you begin to feel gratitude in this moment for anything you pick... You start to shift all of your energy within yourself, you shift your mindset, you shift the vibration that goes out there, you can become a magnet for anything that you're trying to pull into your life, and this moment will transform, and all the next moments will transform. So one of the first things I tell people to do is, please, take a moment Find gratitude and practice it, and expand it. Decades ago, when I first started doing this, I had to look around and make myself pick up something like a pencil. And there's a movie I'm in called The Compass where I tell the whole story about picking up a pencil. And at first, I'm reluctant and skeptical and even critical. I'm like, Yeah, right. I'm I'm grateful for a pencil, but then I started to find all the reasons to be grateful for it. And within a few minutes, I was transformed. And I still remember to this day how much better I felt. Well. Today, I go in my hot tub under the Texas sky almost every night, and I practice gratitude as I'm looking up at the sky saying and the stars saying, thank you. But it's not because I have the hot tub now. It's because I started with a pencil 30 years ago. So the very first thing I tell people to do is practice gratitude i got another tip that I tell people to do, and again, I was reluctant the first time I heard this, and I was delaying doing it for a long time when I first heard this decades ago. And that is the whole principle, if you want to be a money magnet, if you want to attract more money into your life, start giving it away. There's a basic principle in the universe that says the amount that you are going to receive is created by the amount that you start to give. Dan Kennedy is this marketing guy who has often said that the window you create to receive money is made bigger by the amount of money you give. If you want a bigger window to receive money through, create the bigger window by giving more money. Now, when I say that, a lot of people go, oh, yeah, that's what the churches say, you know, and it's a religious scam. I'm saying it from a psychological principle. When you give more, you're telling yourself there's enough in the universe. You're saying there's plenty. I have plenty. I'm tapped into the world. There's no shortage. I'm able to, to receive more money. And you're also practicing gratitude because I tell people give money to wherever you receive inspiration. That can be from a bus driver. It can be from a waiter or waitress. It can be from a minister. It can be from an author or a speaker. It can be from anybody. Wherever you receive spiritual nourishment or inspiration, give money there and give it without expecting return from that source, but expect it to come back because you've created this deal with the universe, so to speak, that says I've given here because I'm saying thank you to the universe and I'm also trusting in the flow of the money circulation and you've created this window to receive through so those two things are practical tips easy to do and you can start them right now gratitude and giving And like you say, it's not about the amount, it's just adopted and adapted, the the abundant behavior
1: of giving that's the the key,
2: isn't it? It it absolutely is. And the amount doesn't really matter at first. And I'll, I'll confess that in the first few times I tried it, I probably gave a dollar, I probably gave 50 cents. You know, I did it very begrudgingly and I gave it stingily. And you have to look at that. It's like, if you're giving and not very much, aren't you telling yourself you're afraid you won't have more? Aren't you telling yourself that you don't believe that there's prosperity in the universe? Aren't you telling yourself that you're not in the flow of of the wealth of circulation. And so when I look at all of that, I I started to expand and give a little bit more and then a little bit more. And then, of course, after time you start to see it coming in, and it's far easier to give more. But the number one thing I see people doing wrong when it comes to giving is that they give reluctantly and they give stingily. I say don't break your bank. I'm not asking you to give away all your money. You know, the rule of thumb is give about 10%. But give what you're comfortable with, and At the same time, make sure you're truly comfortable with it. If you do feel some reluctance there, look at the belief that's behind the reluctance and then see if you can clear and clean and erase and replace that belief. The more you're free with money, the more the money can come to you. Great advice. Great advice. So once people have got clearer,
1: they're, they're adopting and adapting healthier, more abundant beliefs, what's some of your favorite ways for encouraging people to for, for, for attracting more wealth, abundant
2: prosperity into their life? Well, I'll tell you the truth. For just about everybody I've ever met, and I'm sure for everybody that's listening to this, their wealth is hiding under the very thing they're afraid to do. And I'm pausing so that can sink in. And it's something I've had to learn over the decades. My favorite story about this is I had written a little booklet back in the 1990s called Spiritual Marketing. And I never really intended to sell it. I wrote it as a little gift from my sister, because I had seen she had suffered, she had been on welfare. And it's about a five-step formula that combines spirituality and metaphysics and some thoughts about money and marketing. And it's a little bit, when it was coming out at that time, I thought it was a little daring of me to come out with it. I thought, I'm published by conservative publishers. I was having audio programs coming out by conservative audio programs, and In that book, I'm talking about angels, and I'm talking about spirituality, and I thought, I'll just be blacklisted by everybody. I can't promote this book. I was afraid to promote it. Yet, I wrote it for my sister. I gave it to her. I saw her transform her life because she followed the steps. Then, every now and then, I would give the booklet out to people whenever I felt inspired, but I wasn't printing it. And then one day I was embarrassed in front of a a group of 250 people where the speaker was on stage and he mentioned my little booklet which I had given to him as a private gift and I saw that the entire room wanted that booklet. I was still afraid i finally reluctantly let a publisher come out with that book that book became an amazon bestseller twice the new york times wrote about it a major publisher came to me and offered me a lot of money to reprint the book that book got reprinted with the new title the attractor factor that book became a bestseller That book is what Rhonda Byrne saw and invited me to be in her movie, The Secret. The Secret, of course, transformed my life, put me on Larry King, on Oprah, and Newsweek, and a long line of things. It led to new books. It led to me traveling around the world. I've been to Russia, Poland, Italy, Bermuda, long list of places. All because of something I almost didn't do because I was afraid. And every time I look around at people and I see that they have a good idea for something, they often don't want to do it because they're afraid. They're afraid of failure. They're afraid of success. They're afraid of embarrassment. They're afraid of any number of imaginary things. And what I've learned is the big secret to attracting money, if you really want to be a money magnet, is face your fear. Do the very thing you are afraid to do. I mentioned that I'm writing songs, that I'm coming out with music and so forth. I've recreated myself as a musician. Last year at this time, I had never written a song. I had never uh, played and sang on my guitar. I played a little guitar, but I hadn't written anything or sang anything. And when I decided I wanted to come out with my own CD, all the fears came up. And I remember telling myself, Joe, your wealth, your success is hiding under the very thing you're afraid to do. Knowing that, I've pursued, I've already come out with one CD, the next one's going to be out in a couple of weeks. I've been getting royalties from the first one, and I, it's one of those where I giggle all the way to the bank if I don't laugh all the, way, all the way to the bank, because all I'm doing is I'm having fun. I'm following my passion. I'm doing all of the things I teach people to do, and when you do them, life becomes this joyful ride. You have this amazing experience but again for me it comes to the bottom line here's the big takeaway point do the thing you've been wanting to do but you've been afraid to do your wealth is hiding under your fear very big, very valuable lesson, yeah. so thank you for sharing that. You are very Listeners welcome.
1: Take nothing away from today's call other than that. It's been absolutely worth your, your time. Joe, I can't let you go without asking you about the secret. Um, you know, even today I was working with a client who said, I've read the book, I've seen the DVD and it's not happening. In your experience, what's the biggest mistake, the biggest misconception or misunderstanding that people have with regards to the law of attraction and, and how to apply that?
2: Yeah, I love that question, too. The big insight is that, A, the law of attraction is working all the time. So if it's working all the time, what is it based on? It's not based on what you're consciously thinking. That's the big mistake. It's based on what you're unconsciously believing. This goes back to in our early part of our conversation. And I was talking about money being the root of all evil. That's an undercurrent belief. Meaning you can watch The Secret 150,000 times. I don't care how many times you watch The Secret, and you you start affirming, "I'm going to attract money." That's all wonderful, but that's on the the surface, as long as you have a counter intention, a deeper belief in your unconscious mind that vetoes the conscious one you 're not going to attract the conscious one you 're going to attract the unconscious one. This is where I think I I hope that I'm giving the the greatest benefit to people because all of my work these days and my audio programs, my DVDs, my coaching program, uh, books, everything I'm coming out with is to help people understand we have to awaken. It isn't what you're consciously thinking. It's what your unconscious programming is is doing that's attracting what you have in your life. So one way to look at this is if the law of attraction is always working, and for me it is. That's why it's called a law not a principle. It's always working. It's like gravity. It's always working. You have to look around and say, okay, if I'm attracting all of this in my life, what must be the corresponding belief to what I'm getting? This will help you uncover what your beliefs are in your unconscious mind. Change the beliefs in your unconscious mind, and you will change what you're attracting in your life. I firmly stand and get in people's faces and say, look, what you have is what you attracted. But it's not your fault. There's no reason to feel guilty. It's all coming from the unconscious programming you've gotten ever since birth and maybe even came in with some of this program. We don't know for sure. What your job is is to awaken to the program, erase what isn't working, replace it with what is working, and then start to see your life take off. Back in those days when I was homeless and in poverty, I got to quickly tell you, it wasn't until I realized that I was going through that because I believed I had to. Consciously, I was reading all the success books. I was going to the library. I was devouring everything I could read. I knew what section in the library had the books that would make me feel better. That did make me feel better. But I wasn't changing or attracting money at any kind of accelerated rate until I awakened to the idea that I wanted to be an author, and the authors I admired were people like Jack London and Ernest Hemingway, who led self-destructive, miserable lives, and both of them ended up as suicides. I thought I had to be unhappy, broke, melancholy, and maybe even die by my own hand in order to be a great author that was a belief system that was operating below my conscious awareness until I awoke to that and realized, oh my god what am I doing here there must be authors out there who are happy healthy prosperous and productive and I can model their lives when I made that change my life started to blossom then I started to get published and slowly things started to get better and better so what I'm telling people is look law of attractions working the secret is right but The Secret's just a movie to introduce a principle or a law. But all it's doing is introducing it. It's not explaining all the nooks and crannies. That's why I'm saying you've got to look deeper. What you're getting is what you're attracting. If you don't like it, there's a belief in your unconscious mind that you need to change. Change it, you'll get a different experience.
1: And I think I'm right in saying I've heard you call this um, next step the law of right action. Yeah. You know, the, the, often the missing secret that people, you know, they have the awakening, they know what they want consciously. Tell me more about yeah. the, the, the law of
2: right action. What should they do next? Well, I, I think that's another thing that people are doing wrong, especially those who are big fans of The Secret. and They just kind of sit there in their chair and they wait for the, the car to show up in the driveway. Well, you know, I believe in magic and miracles. I believe a car might show up in your driveway. that might have the keys in it, and you, your name might be on the registration. That's possible. I don't want to dismiss that. But in my experience... Taking action seems to be the element that these people who aren't getting results aren't doing. That's why people like Jack Canfield say, look at the law of attraction. The word attraction has the word action in it. So when you state your goals, whether it's to attract more money, increase sales, open your business, whatever it happens to be, that's all well and good, you'll be inspired to do something. You must go and do it. That's part of your agreement in being in the world. That's why what we create is a co-creation. We are participating in the creation of whatever we get. When people look at me and they go, my God, how did you write 50 books? How do you have all these CDs and DVDs and these courses and e-books and now music? And all of that. how in the world do you do that? I do that by taking action i don 't write fifty books in a day, but if you write every day over a you know i 'll be fifty eight in December over a lifetime you end up with a whole lot of inventory but The whole point is take action. When you're inspired to do something, whether that is to invest in a program, to buy a book, to buy an audio, uh, attend a seminar, open a business, write poetry, I don't know what it is, but whatever you're inspired to do, by God, do it, because that's the next step that could lead you to your dreams. It's sitting around waiting for things to happen is where you shoot yourself in the foot. That's a form of self-sabotage, and it's one of the things that people that are following the law of attraction don't seem to get. There's the law of action, or the law of what I'm calling right action, and the law of attraction. They're not independent. You work these together, and when you do do it, there's a dance of energies that helps life be smoother.
1: Brilliant. Well, I think that has cleared up a lot of confusion for those that have been skeptical or misunderstood the principles. Um, So thank you for that. Joe, before we go, um, I appreciate and respect of of your time today. If somebody wants to find out more about you and your products, I know you've got a a full range out there, but would you say the attractmoneynow.com is the best place for people to start?
2: Well, the attractmoneynow.com is where they can get the book. If they're genuinely interested in me and all my, my blog, podcast videos, catalog, and everything, I've got a website that I've been building for 20-some years. It's at www.mrfire.com, which is mrfire.com, M R F I R E dot com and www.mrfire.com dot com was a portal to everything. So I've got miracles coaching, I've got books, audios. Oh boy, pack a lunch when you go there, you'll mm-hmm. be there a while. I'll put all those links
1: on your page of the Summit website, which is com
2: forward
1: slash Joe Vitale. So if anyone's missed that, I'll put all of Joe's links on there for you. Joe, you've been extremely generous in sharing your time and your insights today and, and on behalf of myself and everyone listening. Thank you very much. It's very much appreciated. If you would like to leave the listeners with one parting thought idea, what would you like them to take away from today's
2: call? Thank you. Um, I would like them to realize that what they're searching for is right here in this moment. And what I mean is we all think more money, bigger house, faster car, different spouse, whatever is going to make us happy. And that's a trick of the mind. What you want to do is realize you can be happy right now and go forth and pursue whatever it is that you would like to have whatever your desire is but to put off happiness is to trick yourself because now you'll be unhappy until you achieve whatever you think it is is your goal and then when you achieve the goal you still won't be happy and you'll be chased down uh, the street looking for your next goal so my big insight here that I want to share is go ahead and accept happiness now you don't have to have anything you don't have to change anything you don't have to be any different be happy now As you go forth to magnetize yourself for money or anything else that you want to do, be happy now. Joe, thank you once again. It's been wonderful talking to you today. Oh, thank you. Godspeed to all your listeners and thanks for what you're doing. Take care.
0: you enjoyed my conversation with Joe Vitali, I know I always get something new whenever I listen to it. If you did enjoy it, please share it with anyone you know who you think might benefit and make sure you subscribe to the Achieve podcast to ensure that you get more episodes like this. So until next time, thanks for listening and remember what your mind believes you will achieve. So believe in yourself, take action and you can achieve the life that you want.